Welcome back, family, to the show. This is a follow-up show or part two to the series on procrastination. This episode is entitled How to Overcome Procrastination with These Five Tips. How to Overcome Procrastination with These Five Tips. If you're new to the Impact Secret Podcast show, welcome to the family, to my existing family, Much love. Thank you for joining. On this podcast show, we discuss entrepreneurship, faith, marketing, and you guys know my favorite if if you're not new to the show, which is personal development. I am your humble host, E.D. For you smart and intelligent folks, it just simply means Ed. Now, pull up to the dinner table. I got some stories to tell. Family, if you enjoy this podcast show, make sure that you you rate it, leave us a comment, and most of all, if you haven't subscribed, what are you doing? This is this is the show. This is the show that really we talk about a lot of different areas and but our main focus is around to to be honest with you is the development of your mind and the business of your assets. With that being the case, let's 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 dive into to some of these tips. Now, tip number one, tip number one that I have for you around the procrastination uh, of overcoming procrastination. Remember, yesterday we talked about what is procrastination and one of the definitions of the definition of procrastination. Now, this is according to Merriman Webster is when you procrastinate, you're just basically putting off things intentionally and habitually. So that just basically means as we unpack that is, is that, you know, you should do it and you just continue to find ways to put it off. Remember, I also discussed with you, family, is that I used to think I was just, you know, I would be told that I was lazy and I thought I was lazy because I just it wasn't that I didn't want to do something. It was just like, uh, I'll just do it. You know, I'll get to it or whatever. And I eventually did get to what I was supposed to do. But there, I understood that there's a difference between being lazy. Lazy is saying, yeah, I know it's there, but I'm not doing it versus procrastinate. You find ways to talk yourself out of uh, doing the thing as far as right then and there. And we'll, we'll touch on that a little bit more. And just to make this more, you know, fun and exciting, I just thought I'll pull out, pull out a couple quotes. So I looked up a couple quotes that I thought was pretty interesting around procrastination. And I, I know everyone's not going to raise their hands and say this is me, but I'll again be the, the, the guinea pig here and I'll raise my hand because I, when I found these, I just started laughing because it reminds me so much of the way and I still fight with procrastination family. I am still on that journey because it'd be there's times or projects um, that I look at it. I'll be like, oh, no, I need to do this. <sighs> I'm going to get to it. I promise I'm going to get to it. And I, and I don't get to it right then and there or I, I push it off. So in doing this series, really, I, I found some new techniques that I'm even going to to apply to my life and uh, also just, you know, just a work in pro- progress. We all procrastinated and I should have pulled the scientific number, but I know it was high of the many people that procrastinate. But let's get to the, some of these funny quotes here that I really enjoy when I found it said, if you're plan if you're planning to do something today, don't do it. You have nothing to do tomorrow. <laughs> oh, man, I tickled me. Never put off tomorrow what may be done the day after tomorrow just as well. That's that's my Mark Twain. The worst this is this one right here 
this quote right here just had me thinking, I'm like, now, how many times have you heard something? Have you read something and you still go back to your old ways? So that's why I'm hoping that I can have an impact on you guys uh, when you hear this information that you don't you start transitioning out of your old ways with procrastination. I know I have started and now, you know, doing this series on procrastination, it really has taught me, like I stated more and more, but this said the worst form of procrastination is reading a, a procrastination quote, feeling the guilt and not doing anything about it. Family, you're not the type you guys are going to do, do something about it. Once you hear these five tips, and, you know, I just don't have five tips for you. I actually have seven. I throw in two bonuses because I want to make sure that I'm touching and reaching everyone possible. First tip, tip number one, schedule your time and then monitor the time allotted to each action. Now, let me break that down. So when um, I started doing this and I don't do it as consistent, but I will say this, I think I'm going to have to because I have found such great results in this. What I do is I set a timer on my phone or watch and let's say let's say I set the timer for um, that. I think this task. So uh, this morning when I was doing research for the show, I set a timer. I said, well, it probably take me about 15 minutes based on because I've already been researching on procrastination. Like I told you guys, this is a this is something that I have personally been working through and working on on myself. So a lot of research I already knew a lot of things that are new, but I didn't know everything. And I probably would never know everything about this topic, because as technology becomes more robust and becomes more uh, prevalent within homes and more people have access to it, of course, your distractions will slip. So what I found is, is like, so for today, I said, okay, I'm set the timer for 15 minutes to do my first initial pass of research. And then um, I'll set my timer again for another 15 minutes to go over some information I had already researched for the procrastination for the topic that I talked about the uh, previous day. And uh, but when I was reading some research, it said uh, double your time. And I said, hmm, that makes sense. So instead of doing 15 minutes, I doubled it to 30. And I'm glad I did because I was extremely focused. I locked in. I understood that the task here was for me to uh, research how to how to bring how to bring something to the family in which that they will be able to use today that they won't procrastinate and use and not use the information. But really, on a serious note, because uh, this really is a, a challenge with a lot of people is procrastinating is being able to set that timer. So if you you have something you think or a particular task is going to take you 10 minutes, double your time and say, OK, 20 minutes, I'm dedicated to this. I don't care if the phone rings. I don't care if uh, I get a message. I have to stay on task. And I have to be honest, it it has been extremely effective for me. So we're going to run an experiment uh, probably for the next seven days or next five days. Just put myself on a timer and say, OK, for the next whatever amount of time, we're going to work on this task. And then and also always double the time just for safety, because if not, what will happen is, is that um, and I see why they put an emphasis on doubling the time, because if you say, well, this is only going to take me five and it ends up taking you 10, 
10 minutes, when that timer goes off at five minutes, you may have the tendency to go do things um, that you know you shouldn't be doing and you should really be focusing on that particular task. Another uh, Tip number two is really finding, a, finding an accountability partner, somebody that holds you accountable. I remember there were some um, when I, again, like I said, I've been researching this, this procrastination thing for a while. And I remember, I think it was either a YouTube or I think it was YouTube that I seen somebody do a video and they were talking about procrastination and talking about really just executing in general. And what they were saying is, is that, um, they would sign up and I forgot the, the name of the app or, or the program, but from a high level, it's just more or less of, of saying that, Hey, well, if I don't do whatever this particular task is, I will donate, you know, a hundred, five hundred, whatever. And you write the check and you send it to them. And if you don't do it, then they cash the check. But if you, you know, if you if you do do it, then of course they won't cash your check or they won't take the money. So um, I thought that was pretty. That was a pretty cool idea. I thought that was because of the fact of. It allows you, I mean, now you, as, as my mentor would say, you have skin in the game and now it's like, oh, I'm about to get this done because I don't want to have to suffer that particular result. So having an accountability partner, though, uh, is someone that just says, hey, did you do what you said you were going to do? As far as um, I remember, I have a friend that I told, I told the friend, I said, hey, look, now. Um, I'm going to tell you what I did when I was looking for a job. I said, these are the steps that I took every day. I would send out, you know, um, 20 resumes a day. Even if I didn't even want the job, I still basically sent out 20 resumes a day. And, and, and this was even when I was even, you know, working, um, you know, cause remember there was a time where I shared with you family when I was laid off and I was just like, you know, what am I, I what am I going to do? And I, <clears throat> and then I was doing research and this guy was like, yeah, send out every day, 10 resumes. And I was like, well, now I'm, I'm not going to do 10. I'm going to do 20. And by doing that, because uh, it's a numbers game. And I was like, I explained to her, I said, look, just apply for even apply for jobs that you may not be interested in. Don't be picky because what you want to do is you want to go through the interviewing process. You want to get back out there. You want to understand the market. You want to have the opportunity to be able to know probably what you want, because a lot of times in job description, it is not, it doesn't provide you a real true idealistic approach of what you're going to be doing on the actual on actual job. So they may, somebody may have wrote a poor job description, but the actual job may be what you're looking for. So by applying for it, if you're, if you're, and this is an example, I, you know, I've said, Hey, you're an accountant. So for every accountant job that you see, you apply for it. I don't care what the, the, uh, years of experiences is or anything you apply for. And, and, and let me know your results. And the challenge is, is being, you know, when you look at that, the challenge that anyone has, and I'll say what I had when I was doing that was making sure that I did my, you know, 20 uh, resumes. And I love the ones where I didn't have to fill out everything, where I can just basically hit a submit button and my resume automatically submit to them. But sometimes you had the ones where they wanted to know more information or they wanted you to take this 
you know, um, some little tests to see kind of where your mindset is in a sense. So um, I wanted to hold that person accountable and say, hey, if you want, you know, if you want to if you want to do this, I recommend you do have an accountability partner that is checking in with you to say, how many resumes did you send today? You know, what activities did you do around on your job search today? If you if you haven't done anything, then, you know, our conversation is probably going to be short because I'm I, you I'm holding you to the level you asked me to hold you to. So if you don't have that same expectation, then I don't want to place my expectations on you. So keep that in mind. Having an accountability partner, you want to find someone that is strong. Um, and holding you to the fire. Don't let you get off so easily by saying, well, yeah, I know that this happened. Um, you know, like, for example, saying, oh, well, I know that, you, you know, you weren't feeling well, but you were able to sit there and watch a whole season of, you know, Agent Shield or a whole season of Power or a whole season. So you weren't feeling that well that you couldn't hit, click on a mouse and, and hit uh, click submit. So, Again, you want to get a solid, strong um, accountability partner. Tip number three, make it a competition by rewarding yourself for completing a scheduled task. This is something else that I, I've done, too. So uh, and I, again, you know, just going through all this is like, man, you know, you know, like when you know something like not that you think that you only you know it because of you've you literally experienced it and you were, you know, this is a growth mindset type show. So, of course, you always are looking for things to get better. I mean, find ways to better yourself. And when I was reading this uh, thing, I was like, Doug, it. I knew I, I, I've been doing this off and on, but I haven't been doing it more. And that's just basically by rewarding myself for completing some t a task or task that I said I was going to do. So if it's more or less of saying, hey, you know what? I'm going to. Um, one of the things were once I get to a hundred episodes, I was going to actually step up my, the, the microphone that I'm using. I'm going to just, just improve the production of the show. And this is now, this is the, this is the funny thing about it. I still need to set everything up. We are past a hundred shows, but I still need to take the time to, to set it up. But the reason why it hasn't been set up is because I have to learn the uh, the ins and outs of how to use the equipment. So again, that that can be perceived as procrastination. Um, but what you have to understand is is that by my I wanted to make sure that the reward you have to make sure that the reward fits the task because if you don't, if you give yourself too big of a reward, you won't go back and, and do anything. Trust me, I know I've done that as well. So you have to be careful of that. Finding things that, you know, you can actually um, leverage. And I recommend creating it sort of like a wish list. So I created a wish list and I got this from Jim Rohn where he talked about write everything down that you've ever wanted. And I have done that. I wrote down everything everything oh well, actually and right I typed it in you know on my notes and wish list of everything that I wanted I mean things from you know uh, multi-million dollar you know uh, multi-millionaire trips or you know uh, vacation like I wrote down every I mean typed out everything because of the fact I wanted 
I want to be able to go in there and say, oh, okay, well, this is was on my wish list and maybe I can tie this to this particular task. So again, create a wish list of things that you may that you may want out of life and align that with that particular you know task that you're doing or task especially if it's a bigger task let's say it's you know cleaning your garage and you know cleaning up the house and you know find a way to reward yourself that makes sense based off of the the task tip number four awareness let me tell you something family a lot of us don't even believe we procrastinate and those people are the ones that do. I'm just going to say it because I was that person. See, you have to you. One of the things we do and, and maybe you don't do it. So I may not be talking to you. I may just be talking to myself is we have to manage the negotiations that we have for a reason why we can't do this. And some of it will be, well, like if you say, well, you know what? Um, I, I set a plan. I'm going to work out this week and then you start having negotiate. You start having talks and saying, "Hey, you know, uh, maybe this week is probably not the best week. Probably the following week would be better." And I'll be honest, family. I one of the challenges that you, you know sometimes confusion sets in, and you where people say, "Well, okay, well, what if I pivot, or what if I found out this works better for me than then do that. But the whole thing is, is that sometimes we'll talk ourselves out of things that we know we should do, but because we, and we'll find a way to to normalize it. So we'll say, well, uh, we don't need to to have a healthy drink uh, because, I mean, we're good. We're working out and, you know, we're 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 fasting. But if we have made a commitment that makes sense and based off our research saying, well, we need to, you know, drink something healthy at least once or twice a week, then we need to commit to it. So and it's funny because I'm actually going through that right now. I'm actually doing um, I've been I juiced on Monday, not on Tuesday. And so basically every other day I was like, well, let me try and juice because I'm looking for a long term approach. I can lose 10, 20 pounds easy in a week. But uh the thing is, how do you maintain it and sustain it? So you have to be, understand like the difference between procrastinating and and pivoting. And, and the difference is here, family, is when you procrastinate is, is that you just don't do it. Pivoting is you, you've been you've tested it and you're like, this is, doesn't work for me. So I need to tr do something differently. Uh, I need to experiment with something differently to make sure it's a fit. Just have self-awareness of things you, you you may be procrastinating on and that you're not even realizing. Tip number, is this tip number five? We are on tip number five. Tip number five is my favorite. Uh, one of my favorites, I should say. is And that's just hitting do not disturb. So if you have it on your laptop or desktop, turn it on. Turn it on. On your phone, turn on do not disturb. And the reason why you want to do this is because of the fact that you will get a notification if you have if you set up to receive notifications and notifications to people that are procrastinators or I should say in procrastinating training not I don't want to 
make I don't want to make it seem like everybody's a procrastinator, but the majority are. When you are when you are someone that you know you have the ability to procrastinate, then when you're working on something, you have to turn that do not disturb on. Because if you don't, something comes up that rests your attention. You're you're gonna stop what you're doing. I don't care if you have timers. I don't care if you you've you know negotiated and said it, it's just gonna happen. I mean it's just nature because it's just one of those things. Or you're not gonna focus on the task because all you're gonna be thinking about is is like oh, let me rush through and push through this task so I can check out this video or check out whatever notification came through that arrested your attention. So family, work on turning your do not disturb on. Maybe just turn it off for 30 minutes or, or something like that. If, if there's an emergency, somebody will figure out a way to get a hold of you. Trust me. Here is um, my bonus. Bonus number one. Remember, I told you guys I'm throwing in two bonuses because I really do believe this is a procrastination is, is a true epidemic to to everyone. I don't care who you are. It's an epidemic because there's so many things that we know we should get done and and we continue to put them off. And so to resolve that, you have to be the one to step up and start putting some type of rules and boundaries in place and, and do it slow. Don't go out and just try to do all these tips at one time. Pick one that makes sense uh, to you currently that you can easily execute. I shouldn't say makes sense. What can you easily execute? Can you easily just put on a timer and, and, you know, for 10, 20 minutes and just work on that task? Then great. Then do that. Let's talk about the bonus. This is definitely my number one, my favorite. I heard this from Russell Brunson and a lot of procrastinators have this. And what it is, is, is they don't understand how to keep going. What they do is they stop stopping so stop stopping is the is is the the actual tip so stop stopping i know i mean i know you're like wow that is just crystal clear yep it's clear as day stop stopping that just basically means as you when you're working on something family finish the task out finish it out you started it you might as well complete it stop starting task and then all of a sudden finding a way to not complete that task. And the way that you solve this is again, going back to why did you, why did you actually start doing that? What is your reason for doing the task? See, if you start tying reasons to these tasks that you're doing, you, you're, you're be able to execute in a, in a better fashion because you know, the reason why I'm doing this is because I want to be able to, you know, be financially free. The reason why I'm doing this is because it, this task will help me lead to creating a company. Whatever that is, just stop stopping and, and continue the task all the way through. If you're not going to continue the task all the way through, you shouldn't have started in the first place. The last and final bonus, exiting the stage. I call it exiting stage right reason why I call it exiting stage, right, is that you start finding things. Now, this right here is one of those things that get a lot of people that procrastinate. I mean, it, it I mean, it gets them good. And what it does is, is that you start putting things in the void of the task that you have to do. So if you made a commitment that, hey, today I'm going to like my normal days are you know, I got to record four videos and 
if I, you know, if I don't rec if I don't record their story videos is because of the fact it's not because I didn't get up early enough. It's not because I didn't have the willpower to do it is because I started looking on the gram or I start looking at on, on YouTube and one video leads to another video. And I'll tell you, once you get into that to that rabbit hole or to that matrix, it's a wrap. You might as well just you might as well just chalk it up as to. Hey, this was a great day. I guess we'll take another shot at it tomorrow. So what you have to realize, family, is, is that when you when you exit stage right, you're literally you start again trying to place that void of finding alternatives to do instead of sticking to or actually doing the task you said that you wanted to do. Now, there's some other things that I left out here that. Uh, again, that I kind of briefly touched on, on on yesterday's episode, but I want to make sure you guys understand the ability of breaking down tasks as well as uh, creating a, a to do list. But when you create your to do list, um, one thing I, I found that works best for me is I, I create a to do list, but I don't I, I I try not to overload myself and that 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 try is the challenge. So sometimes I may just write out everything, everything that I want to do. And then I may just pull from that list of saying, OK, these are the things I'm going to focus on today. It may be five, ten, you know, five to seven things or more. It depends on what type of, of how I'm moving. But I want to make sure that I'm I'm doing the, the main priorities first. My main priorities is this show. My main priority priorities is producing content on um, at HOMT business on the ground by providing two motivational videos through the stories every day. So just want to you just want to start focusing on your priorities and, and you'll be OK. Anyway, family, uh, this has been a kind of it's been really very informative. I hope it wasn't dry uh, content because I, I really want to make sure that, you know, I focus on the areas of of people's lives on which we can have an impact. I want to have an impact in a way that makes you understand the the reason why it's important to to work on minimizing your procrastination and then eventually eliminating it. And I'm still in the I'm in the minimizing. I haven't been able to eliminate it just yet. So that's why when I'm when I talk to you guys about these certain tips or give you information that I'm you know, doing research on, I'm sharing this as, as, as my uncle would say, hot off the press, uh, and I'm giving you a special delivery because this is just, all I'm doing is just having a conversation with family and friends about some of the things that I'm working on, that I'm doing, that I, I know will work for you. If you just, if you go ahead and work it, cause I spent the time on the information. All you have to do is take it and condense it down and customize it to, to fit you. Until next time, I am your humble host, E.D. I hope you enjoyed today's show. I know I did. I learned a lot. And again, just those quick seven tips that I gave out today. First tip, schedule your time, then monitor the time allotted to each action. So if the time is you set it for five minutes, double your time. Always double your time of what you originally said it is. Accountability partner. Make sure you find somebody that will hold you to the standards and the expectations that you've set, that you've told them you wanted them to hold you to and don't let them let you off. 
make it a competition and then reward yourself by completing the actual task. Just have self-awareness or awareness in a, in a whole. Stop negotiating yourself out of. It's like you're the negotiator, like you're trying to negotiate, negotiate yourself out of being hostage. You're not a hostage. Turn your do not disturb on to help for as far as for technology. That is a, a key. And you guys know my, my personal favorite is basically stop stopping. Stop starting a task and then stopping. You know, find a way to push through it. Find a way to navigate through it. It's inside you. You just got to do it. And the last and final bonus tip is exit stage right. Stop, stop finding other ways to void what you need to do. Meaning if you know you need to be cleaning your room, don't start all of a sudden going to try to wash the dishes because you're trying to avoid of cleaning a room. So stop exiting stage right. I am your, your guy, the one they call ED and I'm out.